Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of MTG from the Child's View. Um, this is a podcast where you find out how children view the game. Okay, well, Scars of Mirrodin is coming out very soon, and spoilers are popping up everywhere. And I've been checking these out, and I just thought of a fun deck. Okay. Here it is. Four lead mirror, mirror galvanizer, gold mirror, copper mirror, pallid, palladium mirror, silver mirror, two trinket mates, four voltaic key, four origin spell bomb, and four time reversal. Um, the point of this deck is to get a voltaic key and a and a mirror galvanizer out with at least three mana worth of mirror and you just keep um, untapping your mirror galvanizer and then untapping your mirror that costs two mana you're getting three mana and you get infinite mana and and um, so get infinite mana keep playing your mirrors and then you get out, and then you play time reversal, you fill your hand, keep doing it again. And then I'm thinking about maybe playing some preordains, um, some bursts of speeds. So that's kind of how I like to build my decks. Currently, I'm running a blue-green dread shrine list. It's kind of budget, I only have three vent shrines, boo-hoo. And... That's it for my deck segment. Um, well, I've been playing at my local shop. I've we did a draft last week. I went with blue red. It was M11 draft. I went with a blue red deck. Got three Chandra's Outrages, two Lightning Bolts, one Fireball, and three Shivs Embrace, and t- two Mana Leak and a Sleep. So, obviously the people at my shop were kind of dumb for passing all that, but I mean, I'll take it any day of the week, and as you can tell, I won very easily. Of course, I do that a lot lately. It was rather easy, and hope to do it again next week. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get to it because of school and homework and middle school and everything. Oh, and by the name of, by the way, I forgot to tell you my name. My name is Sebastian Kildow. I am from Indiana. Yeah. I've been playing Magic since M10. Um, I hope that this won't make you, I hope this won't make you stop listening to me, because I believe I know a fair amount about the game, and I'm pretty good at it, and I hope you can see that through the way I talk, and through the, just the way I sound about it. Um, Pro Tour Amsterdam was this week. Brad Nelson made it again his fifth top eight. I think that's pretty awesome. It was new extended, but it doesn't really matter. What are you watching, Grant, Sebastian? Sorry, that was my Grant's. Um, well, just, I've been playing Magic since... M10, like we're saying, so a year, 
I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh, but it got really boring, and all that matters is how much money you have. So, I wanted something more skill-intensive and more reasonable in my price range. So, I've moved on to the Magic. It can get pretty expensive, but if you watch it, you know what cards to buy early, you know what to trade, it, you can build good decks. Um, with M11 coming, and um, with Scars and Meriden, sorry. Scars and Meriden coming out, I believe that the white will get, will still be hot. Maybe Seagate Oracles, that's what I'm thinking at least. If I can get a hold of me some Chase the Mind Sculptors, it's definitely what I'm building. Seagate Oracles, and four Jace Bellerin, two Jace the Mind Sculptors, four Day of Judgments, the Sun Titan or Manalik, and two of the Venture Planeswalker from Scars. So it's gonna be more about getting value out of your Wall of Omens and your Seagate Oracles. You get card advantage, and you can just overpower them with all your advantage, counter a few correct spells, and you're going with the Sun Titan or Colonnades or whatever. Um. I don't know if they should still play Gideon. Well, post that in the comments if you think they should. Okay. Um, lately, well, my friends, they're kids. Um, my friend thinks he can sell his binder for $300. Um, he has... He th thinks Baneslayers are still worth $50, and I'm trying to put that through his head. But... You know, he's stubborn and stupid, and he's only going to get, like, 150 out of it. So I don't want him to be all depressed. So I'm trying to help him out, help him, try and convince him not to sell his binder. If you can help me think of any ways to help me persuade him, that would be nice. Post that in the comments as well. Um, this episode, this may be kind of short for you guys. May only be 15, 20 minutes, but it's my first show, and yes. So I'm ordering from Domino's, by the way. Yum, love Domino's. Um, so the if you guys have any advice for my next episode, please tell me. Please. Explain what I'm doing wrong. Please tell me what I can improve. That would be very helpful. Kind of free running this time. But other than Pro Tour Amsterdam, there wasn't much news. I don't know the guy who won. He's says he's not very good himself. Let me check real quick. His name is Paul Rietzel. I mean, he did sweep the top eight. That's pretty good, and it's the only time that's ever been done and constructed. But and he beat Brad Nelson. So you can beat Brad Nelson pretty good. But has I don't think he's ever won a pro tour, and that's pretty depressing because of all the top age he's getting. Pretty sure he should have won one by now. Pretty sure he has a good chance for player of the year. And, oh, Hall of Fame, Gabriel Nassif and Brian Kibler. 
I like those guys. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'll be back. One sec. Alright, now that I'm done with all the news in the show, I am going to list some cards and tell you how we think about it from a child's view. Just the mind sculpture. Evil, overpressed, Ventran. Okay, still overpressed. Primeval Titan. Awesome, underpre- overpressed. Oh, the new Mox Opal. Boring. Why would anyone want to play this? Fencer. Um, I don't know why I would ever want to exile my own stuff. Elspeth. She make. She's pretty. Koth. Um, awesome. Planeswalker. Right. Overpressed. Elspeth. Overpressed. Fencer. Overpressed. Opal. Overpressed. And Grave Titan. Awesome. But overpressed. These kinds of cards are making it so hard for kids to play. Um, I want to be competitive. I want to qualify for the Pro Tour. But, unless I can somehow see a big change in my income, that's not very likely, I believe. So, yep. That's how I feel about those cards. I have no idea why anyone would pay $340 $340 for a playset of Jason the Mind Sculptors. Um, Vengeance, $120. Still pretty bad. The new Elspeth, $200. Koth, $200. Fencer, $200. Primeval Titan, $200. Grave Titan, like $130. Mox Opal, $200. Not, not, I'm sorry, $160. I I just don't know why people would pay that for a playset. Yes, I know Mox Opal doesn't need to have a playset of, but like the deck I talked about in the first part of the show, I think that it's okay if we still have that. If decks like those are viable, if this if that deck can win, awesome. Kids are gonna like be happy, but. The thing, when you're a kid and you don't have any money, you have to think. You have to figure out what decks are going to be good before they're good. Like, before everyone knows about them, before the cards become like a bajillion dollars, that's when you have to jump on. But now cards, like Planeswalkers, Elspeth, Venter, and Koth, they've popped out, they're already $50. I don't think that is reasonable. I wish that wasn't true. But sadly, it is. And I wish that could stop. I think that if we could change how much we rely on just buying sing- singles, the prices would go down. If people just, everyone bought more packs instead of singles, prices would come down slightly. Of course, I'm 11. I am in all high classes, but I still don't know much about economics. But, um, maybe if decks started branching out more, and there were more decks viable, everything would be cheaper. And, the thing with Mythics, yeah, Mythics are awesome to open for a kid. But, you know, if we can't, 90% of the time, we're not going to get it. 
and if we do, there are those crap mythics that don't deserve to be mythics. Like, Fenchrod, awesome card. No, shouldn't be mythic. Titans, I, I think, are, should be mythic. Planeswalkers should be mythic. But I think Planeswalkers are too good. I think they should have, they should stay at the level of Grook, Wild Speaker, Chase Bellerin, Johnny Venge, a Johnny Goldmane, Loyana Vess, and Chandra Nalar. If everything kept it, if all the Planeswalkers stayed at that power level, we wouldn't have this problem. But of course, you want to make everything awesome. Blue. Everyone was complaining about Blue like six months ago. Then they got Jace. Now, like, they get Venser. Have you seen what the Scars of Mirrodin cards are? Blue creatures. Blue. Blue. It's just irritating. Um. Yeah. I. I'm thinking about building a green white tokens deck. It's gonna run mainly off of the Elspeth. I hope. I think I can get them. Grook, Beastmaster Ascension, Avenger Zendikar, a Mirror Angel, Angel, Cultivate, Explore, but four birds, cause, and those twelve just for the man ramp. You need the ramp. Three Conqueror's Pledge, um, four Journey. I think that would be awesome if I could build that. Okay, guys, that's all I have to talk about this week. Um, next week, I'll try and do better. Uh, I hope you leave your comments in the show notes. Well, not the show notes. Wherever they go. Please give me comments Why? what I can do better next time. And, yeah, I think this may end up not being very, good, very professional. But next week... I just needed something to start with. This, this is my starting point. All I can do is go up. And improvement is good. So, just please leave something in the comments. Please come back with me for next week. Next week, I promise you, will be more organized and better. And thank you. Thanks for watching. MTG from the Child's View, episode number one.